Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with special guest Peter Warren. God is not going to force someone to love you. I could have prayed for Monica. God, make her love me. You know, maybe if you're a single guy and you've been praying, Lord, I really like such and such a person. She ticks all the boxes. Lord, make her fall in love with me. Listen, the Lord wants to say to you, my son, you're on your own. You're going to have to court her and make it happen. But God's not going to make someone love you. In today's message, Peter Warren will remind you, while God does answer prayers, He may not answer some of our prayers. In some cases, we can disguise the things we want into our prayers. We may ask for a lot of money, an attractive spouse, or the perfect life, but none of those things are promised to us. Now, let's join Peter Warren for Community Night on Main Thing Radio as he continues his message creating with God. I mean, he could make us say, I love you, but God didn't want a bunch of automatons, robots who would have to love him. He gave us freedom to reject him. For love to be possible, for love to be real, it must be possible to choose against it. It's the very nature of love relationships. So here's an example. When I was in high school, there was a girl that really, I really liked, Monica. Monica was the bomb, okay? I would have I loved to have dated Monica. We were both 16. It would have been amazing, except there was one problem. Monica didn't find me attractive. Can you believe that? <laughs> what was she thinking? She missed out big time. <laughs> now, fortunately, I ended up with Linda. And I've seen photos of Monica on Facebook, and I lacked out. No, sorry, that was terrible. Okay, so... <laughs> it would have been impossible for me to have a relationship with Monica on my own. If she didn't want to have one... It was over, right? Now, let's say for the sake of argument that I came across the technology to implant a chip in Monica's brain while she was sleeping that would make her act and speak the way I had programmed it. Wouldn't that be fantastic? She would say, I love you. She, it, would, it would be amazing. Well, you know what? It wouldn't. It would be a sham. I would get tired of it after a while because really it, wasn't, it wouldn't be Monica loving me, it would be me loving me. <laughs> It'd be the ultimate act of selfishness. For love to be real, it must be possible to choose against it. So God is not going to force someone to love him. Yeah, there are people who even to their deathbed have rejected him. He'll set up the circumstances. I was... I was Speaking with a guy, I think it was a guy called Rich. And Rich said, I think it was him, that something happened where his father came up to Miami from South America and 
his uncle called and he said, well, my dad is here. And they went to his house and they led him to Christ. And then he died soon after that. Wow, God orchestrated that because he's in heaven now. But ultimately, he could resist, right? So you can pray and pray. How many have some unsaved loved ones? Pray for them too. <laughs> but if you have unloved saved ones, I mean unsaved loved ones, pray for them. Keep praying, keep praying. But God's not going to make them turn to him. He's going to persuade them, orchestrate the circumstances around them, but they have to come back to him and humble themselves. So that's one of the parameters of prayer. You can pray, but you have to realize it's not God being deaf to your prayers if they don't come back to him. You understand? Another parameter. God is not going to force someone to love you. I could have prayed for Monica. God, make her love me. You know? Maybe if you're a single guy and you've been praying, Lord, I really like such and such a person. She ticks all the boxes. Lord, make her fall in love with me. Listen, the Lord wants to say to you, my son, you're on your own. You're going to have to court her and make it happen. But God's not going to make someone love you. Okay? So don't pray that. Three. You've got to make sure it's God's will. Whatever you're praying for needs to be God's will. Well, how do you know his will? Ask him. He's the living God. He speaks. You might have to keep pressing in, but God will show you what his will is. Don't try and go against his will. Here, even great men and women of God, the Apostle Paul, kept asking the Lord for the same thing. And finally, God said, stop asking me for that. It's not my will. My grace is sufficient. I'm not going to take away the thorn in the flesh. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes God might say, look, don't pray for that. 1 John 5.14. Now this is the confidence we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. 1 John 5.14. So, you ask God, God, what do you want to do in this situation? What do you want to do here in my neighborhood, in my family, at work? What do you want to do? And then you begin to pray for that, and you look for open doors, and you move in that direction because you know that's what God has shown you. How does he speak? Well, many ways. Hebrews 1.1 says, God spoke to our forefathers at many times and in many ways. He doesn't speak in, he speaks through circumstances, he speaks through other people, through the gifts of the Spirit, through prophets, he speaks through his word. Gee, he could speak in an audible voice, right? I know people that have actually heard God with their ears, hear him speak. He speaks, he sends angels, they don't always look like angels. He speaks through dreams, like Joseph, through visions. Many ways God speaks. Sometimes he closes doors, he opens them, but it's the adventure of walking with God. And when the focus, sometimes he leads us to focus on other people's people. That is what intercessory prayer is. So, God, what do you want? Once he's shown you his will, don't give up. Keep praying. Keep knocking. Keep asking. Keep seeking. It's easy to give up because prayers are not answered right away because it's sort of like a container that has to fill up with prayers. In, in Revelation, I didn't give you the scripture, but Revelation uh, chapter, chapter 8, verses 3 through 5, it talks about 
vials of incense that fill up. And it says they're the prayers of the saints. So maybe every prayer need is a different size container. Some are going to fill up sooner than others. Others, it's going to take time. But once they fill up, God steps in and makes something happen. But, but it's easy to give up because it doesn't happen right away, especially if it's a big container. Luke 18.1, for men especially, women are a lot more spiritual than us most of the time. And, and, and Jesus said, look, men need to pray and not give up because we want action. And, and, but you can't, you've got to keep on praying. Faith is praying until. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> praying until. That's what faith is. Isaiah 62, verse 7. God told the watchmen on the walls of Jerusalem to give him no rest until he made Jerusalem a praise on the earth. 1 Thessalonians 5.17, he said, pray continually. But it could take time. George Mueller prayed for his friend, prayed for his friend to be saved. His friend resisted the gospel. He said, I've been praying for him for 63 years and eight months. And I know he's going to be saved because I'm praying for him. But he never saw it. George Mueller died. But his friend actually came forward at an altar call at George Mueller's funeral. He maybe witnessed it from heaven, but God answered his prayer. This man who had resisted God for over six decades finally came to the Lord. How important is prayer? Jesus is doing it, right? How many hours a day? 24-7. So when you woke up this morning, God, Jesus had been praying for you all night. <laughs> wow, how incredible. How important is intercession that he's doing it continually. So could he do it without us? Absolutely. He could do it without us, but he wants to do it with us. He wants to co-create with you and me to bring about his will on earth, his preferred will. Dean Sherman, a great man of God, wrote a number of books. One of them is called Spiritual Warfare. And Dean says this, God is not limited, unable to do anything without man's prayers. God can do whatever he wants. He's sovereign. That's all we have time for today on Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. We're so glad you joined us, and we hope you'll be back next Friday at this same time. Each time you tune in, you'll hear from God's Word, learn what His heart is for you and your brothers and sisters in Christ, and how you can put His love into practice in your community. You'll hear from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth and other exciting guest speakers as we navigate the reality of the church in this modern world. If you'd like to listen to additional Community Night teachings, visit MainThingRadio.com today. You'll find our archive of these messages, as well as the Monday through Thursday verse-by-verse teachings from Pastor Robert. You'll also be able to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Do you live in Miami Beach? If so, we'd love to see you this Sunday at Calvary, Miami Beach. Join us at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., or at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study with Pastor Robert. 
We're also live streaming all of our services on our church website and Facebook Live. Find out more at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to the church website. That's all for today. Thanks for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.